Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go, Denver's best subscription that allows you to go to as many events as you can for only $39 per month with no additional costs or fees. You heard that right, everybody. No additional fees, literally hundreds of events for $39 a month. For instance, within the next few weeks, you can hit up the Nuggets versus the Jazz at Pepsi Center, Beer Flights at Prost Brewing, Abs and Preds this Wednesday, CU versus Washington State, and countless comedy shows at Comedy Works. There is literally something for everyone. If it's going on in Denver, there's a good chance that In We Go can get you in. Here is where it gets good, guys. We have partnered with In We Go to give BSN listeners a great deal. Go to InWeGo.com slash BSN or download the app for free and use the promo code BSN50 when you subscribe to get half off your first month. That is right. All those events in Denver for under $20 in your first month. Try it and fall in love with it like we all have at BSN Denver. Go to InWeGo.com slash BSN or download the InWeGo app for free and use the promo code BSN50. Now enjoy the show, guys. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. For the Colorado Avalanche, that's Matt Duchesne right now. News is breaking that he has been involved in a trade that has been completed, and it looks like they have pulled him off the ice here after just playing a couple of minutes to start this hockey game. The best Avalanche coverage in Denver. Fans have the puck again in the New York zone. Shot, score! Taking you beyond the ice and inside the locker room. Gerard didn't have a stick. The handoff in the slot broken up with a skate by Gerard. He broke up that play. Then he stopped it there. Oh, wow. What a play by Gerard. <laughs> and now, here are your hosts, A.J. Hafley and Adrian Dater. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks. And welcome into the BSN Avalanche podcast, presented as always by In We Go, the only subscription that gets you into almost any event in Denver. Download the In We Go app today and use the promo code BSN50 to get half off your first month. I am your host, Jesse Montano. I am joined by the entire crew today, AJ Hayfley and Adrian Dater, and... To set up kind of, actually, you know what? I I, I had an, an icebreaker that was going to go with the theme of today's questioning, but I just thought of something a little bit different. I want to hear from each of you, just kind of a, a sentiment to everyone who showed up on, on Friday and everyone who came out. We had an awesome watch party uh, on Friday, an awesome event. Just wanted to give both of you kind of a 30 seconds here to, to say something to everyone who, who came out and show their support. Yeah, I'll go ahead with that. I definitely want to thank everybody for showing up. It was uh, it was a good time the other night. We uh, we, we packed the house. Uh, I got to meet. Uh, I tried to meet almost everybody there. Made the round of the room a couple times, which is you know it's easy easy place to do that at the ice house ice house tavern. Great bar where you, it's kind of a circular bar, kind of like a Cheers bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so yeah, I had a great time. Uh, really uh, really appreciate everybody coming out. AJ, I know you uh, you were kind of over by our booth the whole night, so you saw a bunch of people kind of coming up, doing the T-shirt thing. 
you were working a lot of the night, but you, I definitely saw people lining up to talk to you. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a really good time. And I was really excited to meet everybody that came over and, uh, um, you know, got to, I got to shake hands with lots of people and some people I knew before from before and some people I did not. And that's one of the really fun parts of this is, uh, you know, every time that we do these things, we meet new people mm-hmm. and then, you know, people have a great time and they're encouraged to come back. And then the new people become the old people and they become the, Hey, it's great to see you again, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, that's, that's always really cool. I mean, you got to start somewhere and, uh, I was, I was excited to, to get to meet everybody that, that came out and it was, it was a fun time. No, it, it was, it was great. We, uh, you know, when we do those kinds of things, the, the, the watch party stuff or the, you know, we'll be out somewhere. We never know what kind of response we're going to get there. Sometimes we get, you know, 10, 20 people. There are times we get zero people and everywhere in between. So to ha- to have us come out on Friday and, and I mean, Easily, easily well over 100 people showed up and they were all there for for the BSN thing. Um, And, you know, we got to meet everyone. And I can't tell you guys how many people just because I I walked around uh, pretty much right until the game started, just going up to different tables, talking to people. And I can't tell you guys how many people told me, oh, my gosh, me and my wife are such big fans. Me and my boyfriend listen to you guys all the time. And, and so there really is just such a big community. We are so thankful for it. So thank you guys all so much for coming and, out. And, it was, and uh, Jesse, I'd like to add one thing. Uh, yeah. Really impressed with the staff at Ice House Tavern the other night. Oh, uh, they were like such professionals in, in dealing with, you know, a, a, a bigger crowd like that and just a flawless service. Also got to meet uh, meet the proprietor of the place, a uh, man named Mark. He's uh, super Super smart guy, uh, mm-hmm. and a big, big Avalanche fan. So, uh, just big hockey fan in general. So, it was a thrill to meet him. And uh, you know, everybody at the Ice House Tavern was just so friendly uh, uh, to deal with. Like it was, it was a really nice thing. Sometimes you walk into places where the the staff doesn't quite know what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. with, the, with this with the event. You know, or a private party or whatever, or something like that. Everybody was on the you know right page at Ice House Tavern. It was all really well coordinated, and uh, I think everybody had a really good time there. No, that's that's spot on. And so, for people that don't know, Ice House Tavern downtown in Denver is is one of the uh, the the little pub company bars. Also, Pifflers, also Varsity Inn, where you guys hear us talk about all the time. And that's one thing that is pretty damn consistent is the service is outstanding uh, at all the little pub company bars. AJ and I comment and comment on it every time we go to Piffler's uh, uh, little pub company and, and, and Mark, they do an awesome job. Can't say enough good things about them. We will definitely be back doing more stuff like that. So again, thank you guys for everyone who came out. My original icebreaker question, I was going to ask each of you, what you remember most about the day Matt Duchesne was traded. Today is November 5th. One year ago today, Matt Duchesne was on his way to be to the Ottawa Senators. A whole grip of things were on their way back to the Colorado Avalanche. I was in Iceland. AD, you were in New York. AJ, you were here in Colorado. I'm just saying that out loud and realizing that the three of us were in completely different parts of the world during the biggest abs breaking news in the last 10 years. What... Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the day of. We're going to, we're going to in the next segment, talk about where the Avs are now. But AD, 
you were there. Actually, I, I, you know what I mean? I'm going to save you for last. AJ, you've got a fun story with this. When Matt Duchesne was traded, what were you doing? I have a fun story? It's a funny story. It's, I mean, it was kind of a depressing story. Yeah, it's, yeah funny, depressing. Those are interchangeable words. Um, yeah, no, that was... Um... AD and I had uh, already talked about what the content was going to be that night and what the plan was. And <clears throat> that was kind of a night off for me. So I was not planning on doing much of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was actually getting ready. Uh, I was watching the first, you know, the, when the game first started, I was watching uh, puck drop uh, at home, but I was getting dressed because uh, I was supposed to go out and um, meet up with a group of friends and watch the game at a bar. And, um, while I was getting ready, uh, my phone started going off like crazy, (laughs) um, from, from different people, uh, that I know around the NHL who are, who are letting me know that something might be up with Duchesne, that they were all hearing something was going on and, you know, that the big, uh, the big three-way deal might be back on and, and I'm watching the game and, you know, nothing's nothing, you know, they're just they're They were getting rocked at the time. Um, and then all of a sudden Duchesne leaves the ice and it was like, oh, man. <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I fired off a text to my friends that I was supposed to go meet up with. And I was like, guys, uh, if you're watching the game right <laughs> now, uh, you'll notice uh, things, things are going on. Right. Uh, and I was like, I think I'm probably going to have to dip out of this one because it looks like I'm about to get uh called in to do some work and uh and then ad and i were texting back and forth um not rapidly because he obviously had stuff going on um and then all of a sudden it was like you know altitude got uh was was the first one to get the actual details of the deal and they threw it up on screen and it was like oh i know all of those guys and so I started writing the trade story. And so I got the trade story up as quickly as I could. And then I started writing the breakdown of each of the individual pieces that they got, because I knew that the majority of people weren't going to have any idea uh, what a Vlad Kamenev or, uh, or Shane Bowers <laughs> were. So uh, I, um, you know, that, that was kind of what I did is it, it went from, this is my night off and I'm going to enjoy this to, Oh God. Uh, and then, so I ended up writing the Duchesne story and then I wrote the breakdown and then I recorded a solo pod that night, <laughs> uh, just breaking it all down while AD was on scene, getting everything taken care of. Right. Yeah. You know who, th- there was one person you weren't texting back, uh, that night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I see Duchesne leave the ice. I'm halfway around the world. So I was like, oh, I'll just fire off a quick, uh, Quick text to AJ, just make sure, you know, nothing I should be paying attention to. Never hear anything back. Stuck in the dark with everyone else. AD, yeah. you were uh, you were on scene. I actually today went back and watched um, your video in the in the, uh, the the big service elevator with him. Yep. What was that whole the whole experience that we, we've never really talked about it in, in a lot of detail here on the pod. That night, you know, you're you're in the press box, business as usual. Well, kind of walk us through that whole that whole evening. Well, uh, no, not business as usual. Uh, first of all, that was the first time I'd ever been in that building in Brooklyn. Uh, so, 
that was one thing. It was kind of a makeshift press box. They don't really have a real press box there. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of in the seats. Um, and, and I, I wasn't real happy with myself that day. Uh, I was happy with the way our night finished up coverage wise, but I wasn't really happy with myself, uh, on that. Normally I'd like to be way ahead of the crowd on a story. Um, that's just, that's just how I am. I don't accept, um, you know, I'm not going to be the local guy who gets beat all the time by, you know, the ESPN or national guys, you know, it's just, it's just not going to be acceptable to me. Uh, but on that trade story, um, you know, I was not ahead of the pack and, uh, you know, I was getting calls from other reporters who I think were more ahead of the pack saying, geez, have you heard this? And I'm like, no, I haven't. And, uh, uh, I think what happened was, uh, uh, I think some a couple reporters in Canada had really good Ottawa senators sources on that story, and uh, they were ahead of the pack on that. and uh, And I was kind of reacting the whole time uh, to the trade. So I was in Brooklyn when the trade happened, but you know, the night before, I was talking to Matt Duchesne, saying, "Geez, you know, I mean, uh, you know, great game. You were the best game player on the ice in Philly." Uh, you know, must be great. Maybe, maybe you got a future here. And Deshane was looking at me like I had three heads, you know, I think he, you know, <laughs> like what I learned after, of course, was that Deshane thought he was getting traded that night. And I didn't know that. So shame on me. Uh, you know, the whole, the whole attitude I have about the Deshane trade story is that I, I didn't, I wasn't at my best on it, but I also think that we recovered pretty well. Uh, I also, I do know that that night I was texting uh, somebody who would definitely know what more of the details were, the Duchesne trade. And so while altitude, sorry about that, my stupid text here. Uh, Mr. Popularity. Altitude, altitude broke the actual news of the trade. Um, um, I think, I thought I had something before that saying what no, no, particulars were. Uh, ahead of them, I think, because I know I texted a very person who would know, and I got that back. And I'm trying to like text, and, and that's the bottom line. For people who want to know what it was like for me that night, it was basically like me trying to text as fast as my thumbs would allow before every every other knucklehead, you know, <laughs> outlet got it from the altitude feed. Uh, but uh, uh, but go ahead with that what you're going to ask here, because I'm trying to organize my thoughts more into how how the night ended. It's pretty interesting how it did. So I, I was actually going to give you a little bit more credit than you're giving yourself. Altitude was speculating. They said, Oh, he left the ice. You know, we don't really know. There's been so much talk. Well, yeah. when they went to intermission, they actually credited you. Oh, well, I don't know if you know that, but that's what I missed. I never saw Duchesne come off the ice at the game. So that's where I fell behind. Like I didn't see it. Um, I remember sitting there in this new press box, and I got there kind of late. I had I had to drive myself from Philly to Brooklyn in a rental car, and the traffic was just brutal. I think I got there like 30 minutes before game time in the arena. I'm kind of running around a little bit. I'm kind of parked semi-illegally. I'm worried about my parking, my, my rental car. Am I going to get towed? Um, 
things were just a little spacey for me. And then I, the first period is going on. I'm trying to probably, you know, organize my thoughts and set up and get the Wi-Fi password, um, you know, get, get, get really set up for a game. And Duchesne came off the ice and I missed that. Um, so that's when I fell behind was like, I saw a tweet saying Duchesne has been pulled off the ice or he just left the ice. Oh, what does that mean? And that's mm-hmm. obviously when my antenna went up like, a hundred thousand percent. I, I texted somebody who would know right away. Uh, took a few minutes to get the response, which hurt me a little bit. Otherwise I might've broken that deal outright. But, uh, uh, so, um, from there it was just, it was, it was all just, uh, you know, um, just a spinning a thousand plates, you know, I'm texting AJ like, okay, you can do reaction to this. You got the info on the players. They got, uh, I'm going to run down to the locker room and try to get to Shane before he leaves the arena. Uh, so basically the whole time after the, uh, left the ice, it was me, uh, the guy named John Rosen from NHL.com. Dan Rosen, but yes, Dan Rosen. I'm sorry. I always call him John for some reason. Well, I, I actually in Sweden. I, I talked to him about <laughs> the, the whole night. You and him, you know, with Duchene and all that. Yeah, um, Nick Groke from the Denver Post was there filling in for uh, for Mike Chambers from the Post. So he was there, and he was, you know, good thing he saw me leave. I guess right before I left my seat because uh, somehow I, he ended up kind of following me around the rest of the night. <laughs> um. But but uh, but the but the you know the rest of the night was just basically trying to find out a the details of the deal, locking that down, and b the the next race became getting the quote from Duchesne if he left the arena or not. Uh, so, so so you 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 leave the press box, you go down downstairs, run downstairs. Run downstairs. Everybody's kind of running around with their hair on fire down there. You, you don't really see it because the team the game's still going on. And then the team actually came off the ice for the first period of intermission. Um, and Duchesne was still in the room at that time, changing and getting his bags together. Um, and I think he had a very awkward, like, see you later, thanks, guys, kind of thing. But the, but the rest of the players were just sitting in there trying to get ready for the second period after playing, like, horseshit in the first period. Oh, and uh, so it was a, just a very, you know – Bang bang scene, but uh, uh, Dan, uh, me, and for there for a long time. Then all of a sudden, Nick suddenly shows up uh, downstairs, uh, and then about uh, like a fifteen minute wait or something while the game is still going on, well into the second period. All of a sudden, you know, we started thinking we can't see Duchesne. We don't have all the exits blocked. We need to go by the actual exit of the building here, which in the Barclays Center was in the sort of lower bowl, uh, one little exit. You had to walk out of the locker room to get to it. So we figured that out. We were by the exit. Then all of a sudden we see Duchesne walking with with Matt Miller, the former equipment guy of the Avs. And uh, we thought that was it. We thought we were going to get like 10 seconds with him as he's walking. But uh to his everlasting credit, the NHL security guy there was like, "Yeah, jump on the jump on the freight elevator with us. Um, do what you need to do with Matt as we go up there." And that was like a two minute ride on a freight elevator. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we got all that video with Duchesne. We got like two or three minutes of quotes from him, and uh, and that was that was kind of a a coup in a way. I think I was the only guy to actually take video of that, unless, except for the Altitude crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Kyle Keefe was there, um, you know, and they were all shooting. But I had the only cell phone video. To this day. That video of Maddie Shane that I took had like fifty something thousand video views. It's my yeah. biggest YouTube video of all time. So, like I said, I was watching it today. There's there's a bunch on there. Yeah. Well, so it was it was a crazy night um, for sure in in Brooklyn. Let's jump to a quick break. When we come back. Take a look at where the team is now. There are a lot of people calling for the Abs to burn the whole thing down. They move one piece one year later. Where is the team? This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. We will be right back. Hey, BSN fans, your favorite Colorado sports network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. The Sportsbook Bar and Grill is owned by Denver natives who love Colorado sports. I'm a big sports guy. I love watching sports. I love people's reaction to sports when it's a high-stakes game. No matter what's going on in the world, it kind of unifies people, and everyone seems to be a friend, you know, when you're at a sports bar. So, yeah, that's, that's the main reason I want to get involved with a sports bar. That was John Porter, part owner of Sportsbook. Him and his team pride themselves in creating a great environment for you to enjoy your favorite sports with TVs in every direction you look and so much more. Something that makes Sportsbook unique is not just a sports bar. We also have a killer menu um, with a bunch of, we got pizza burgers and melts and the combination of the food with the experience of, of a Broncos game or an Avalanche game or a Rockies game. And having all that stuff packed into one, I mean, no one wants to sit at home by themselves and watch a game. You want to be around friends or you want to make new friends. You want to be full while you do it. And you also would like to have a few drinks with it as well. So with all the beers we have on tap and the diversity of our menu, there's no better spot to watch sports. You feel like you're in your house with all of your friends with you. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by the Sportsbook Bar and Grill today. Before we jump into our next segment, I want to tell you guys about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. You guys already know that Total Beverage has the most liquor in Colorado, and you already know it's at the best prices in Colorado. But now they are delivering to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. And for a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off $50 or more purchases on their website and their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off of your $50 or more order for all your your holiday parties and have it delivered to your door. Download the Total Beverage app and use the promo code BSN10 to get $10 off your next order of $50 or more. That's promo code BSN10 on the Total Beverage app 
or at TotalBeverage.com. I knew I'd get through that one eventually. Jesse Montano, AJ Hayfley, and Adrian Dater, we are here one year after the Matt Duchesne trade that saw Joe Sackick trade Matt Duchesne out of Denver, and in return, he received Shane Bowers, Ottawa's 28th overall pick in 2017, Vladislav Kamenev, Nashville's 42nd overall pick in 2014, Samuel Gerrard, who you guys are all very familiar with, Andrew Hammond, the Hamburglar, stole game five for the Avs in Nashville in the playoffs last year. Ottawa's first round pick in 2018 or 2019. We now know that it will be 2019. Ottawa's third round pick in 2019 and Ottawa's, or excuse me, and Nashville's second round pick in 2018, which they have since traded away. AJ. When this, uh, when this trade broke, you had the lowdown on pretty much all of these players. One year later, how is this, this uh, return looking? Just purely I, from a perspective standpoint, not even necessarily. Um, you know, we obviously know Sam Gerrard's an all-star. Uh, what does this haul look like for, for a guy like Matt Duchesne one year later? Um, I mean, to be honest, it's the envy of the league. Yeah. Um, there isn't, there isn't another team out there when they're looking at trading their guys who isn't looking at the Duchesne deal going, we'll take that. <laughs> How? Uh, I mean, it's, it's absurd, honestly. Um, I mean, the, the, the players that we know of in the deal already, because remember, there's still two picks that have yet to be used. Right. It's it's kind of unfair, like so. Sam Sam Gerard is a beast, right? And we all we all agree that he's going to be the the key to this 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 thing probably moving forward. Um, no, I think it's a draft pick, though. Uh, I think I think they'll split time. Yeah, I mean, like I it, depending on what that draft pick is. If it's I think if it's the eighth overall pick, it's not nearly as exciting, right? If it ends up a top three pick, then it has the chance to be franchise changing. Now, so, yeah. AJ or AD, you look at this deal one year ago. Actually, I want to know from both of you. When you when you look back and you first saw what the return was, what were your thoughts then versus what are they now? AD, you were there when you when you saw all the 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 names and the picks and everything come in, what was your first thought? I mean, I honestly didn't know enough about anybody to really think that think either way. Uh, I had a feeling that I had seen Gerard play. Uh, I remember that spinorama move that he made in San Jose for Nashville to to score a goal. I remember that, like before that, seeing that, and, and wow, that was that was something. Uh, mm-hmm. But I didn't know anything about uh, I didn't know anything about his real, uh, you know, game. I mean, until I really saw him play for the Avalanche hardcore every day. Uh, so no, I didn't know anything. I mean, I I thought you know. I, I knew it would be good getting Ottawa's first. Uh, I thought it would be always very good getting Ottawa's first round pick for some reason, uh, and that's partly because I'll admit it. I'm going to be brutal here. Uh, I just didn't think Matt Duchesne was going to make a winning difference in Ottawa, and uh, you know I thought that was going to be a bad situation moving forward for them, um, especially because of the Carlson situation. And I knew you know it didn't look like he was going to be re-signed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, uh, 
the you know the key to the deal obviously was Gerard, but the real like the unicorn to the whole thing could be you know is obviously it's either going to be unicorn trade that we lionize forever, or it's it's going to finish as a very 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 good trade. I think. Yeah, that that pick is the yeah, difference between like, it becoming a Lindros like point a book is made about the or... trade, you know, as opposed to yeah, like right, a documentary right. as opposed right. to a two minute ESPN short, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it either goes down on a <laughs> ten greatest trades of all time list, or it goes down in yeah. getting a thirty for thirty documentary. I mean, Shane Bowers is somebody I still don't know anything about. I still haven't really seen him play ever. Uh, so. I look at his numbers, but I don't really know bad, what kind of player bad, he is. Man. So that's another key to trade, though, too. He's real good. All right. Well, so so AJ, you are a little bit more familiar. You were a little bit more familiar at the time, I should say. You see the names come in. What's your initial thought? Uh, well, my my initial thought was, oh man, I forgot Shane Bowers was part of Ottawa because I'd been looking around. All the talk was about Colin mm-hmm. White who was their top forward prospect at the time and, you know, and is showing why now as he's having, he's off to a good start for the Sens this year. Uh, and it was, oh, it was all Colin White and Thomas Shabbat. Like, that's what they needed to get. And then I'd forgotten that they'd taken Shane Bowers in the draft. And and part of that was because you very rarely see teams trade draft picks within a year of using them. Right. You know, like, it's it's a, it's really, really rare that guys trade their draft picks that quickly. And so I had never really considered Bowers as part of a return, uh, but I was really excited about it. Uh, Bowers was a guy that I had. He was one of my draft crushes um, in in his draft year. I loved watching him play. Uh, he's just he's super smart. He's a really good skater. Uh, I I really I just liked his overall package, his game, and I felt like it fit in really nicely with Colorado. Um, and and. I, I was very excited about him, and after a year at BU, I'm still excited about him, and, and I've watched a couple of uh, Terriers games this year, and it, his numbers aren't as good, but I don't think the team is is nearly as good. Uh, you know, he was playing with um, <laughs> Brady Kachuk last year as his left wing. He's not doing that mm-hmm. now, and uh, I and he's, you know, he's one of their top guys, and I'm... I'm excited about it, uh, about him, and I think he's a big part of Colorado's future. He might be like kind of the forgotten man in this in this whole deal now, because everybody's so jacked about Gerard. Kamenev is still somebody that we get to see on a regular basis. He's around the team mm-hmm. at least, you know. And then uh, the Ottawa first round pick is one everybody's very excited for, justifiably so. That Bowers, a first round pick in his own right, gets kind of forgotten about. Uh, so I was excited for Bowers. I was excited for Kamenev. I'd identified both Kamenev and Gerard as uh, primary pieces for the Avs to try and target in a Duchesne deal. Uh, I I was glad that they did not go after Dante Fabro, who I thought was the lesser prospect. And as a right-hander was a guy that just did not fit the organization in any way. Um, and, you know, looking at that, you know, Fabro is the rare um, first round pick to, to play his entire college career basically mm-hmm. uh like he's a he's a junior this year so um you know it's pretty rare that you have first round picks spend that much yeah. time in college and he has not been very good uh in a lot of different ways and 
the shines really come off of him. So it looks like they did a great job in identifying Gerard. And uh, I was I was skeptical of Gerard. I was nervous about how his size would play on the Avs defense because they've you know they've had a handful of smaller dudes. And uh, I was worried about Gerard defensively, which went away, of course. You know, right, right. watched him play. <laughs> right. Yeah. N- now seeing him, that's not a concern. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not not for me at all. No, it's not. Uh, he's he's very good. And he's going to be very good. Um, and now it just the the deal just looks absurd. Now you know the second rounder that they got uh, from Nashville might end up being the weakest part of that because they moved it. Uh, they traded down for a third and a fifth, and neither one of those picks are. are what did the, why did they, that? Tell me, right AJ, why did teams trade like a good second round pick for two lesser round picks? Why, why did teams do that? Well, I, I mean, the second round pick they only moved down six spots. And so it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like they moved down 17, you know, and they missed a bundle of guys. They moved from the bottom of the second round to the top of the third round, and they picked up a fifth rounder in in uh, in exchange. And I thought it was a I thought it was a good deal at the time. I was just kind of skeptical with how they used the pick. Don't you want and... a better second rounder than a than a a shot in the dark fifth rounder always? Or... Well, the guys the guys that were on the board. Um, that I really liked when they moved down from the second into the third round were still there when they drafted at the top of the third round. Uh, and they went with one of the top goalie prospects. And then, you know, the fifth, the, the fifth rounder is uh, like, like you're saying, it's, it's kind of a, whatever. Yeah. I just, I don't always like it when teams trade down. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me when you want to, you know, you've got a, a higher pick and get rid of it like that. Uh, I know I, I get what the logic is, but, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, uh, you know. Uh, you know they missed. I mean, do we know who was taken in that second round spot that they would have had? Um, yeah, a guy named Philip Hallander was the guy who was picked by right. uh, Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts on him? He's, I mean, he's, he's a good prospect. He's a good player. Um, he's off to a decent start in the SHL this year. Like he's he's well. a good player. And the guys and the guys picked between, so so what it ended up being was uh, they had the fifty eighth pick, and they moved down uh, to sixty four. So they didn't they didn't it wasn't like they dropped very far. Uh, there were a couple of guys that I liked that were picked between uh, those those selections: uh, Philip Hollander, uh, Ivan Morozov, and um, Jack McBain were the guys that I liked the most out of the guys that were picked in that group. Um, but the Avs, you know, the Avs had a chance to take some guys that were real good. Um, they didn't take my personal favorites. They took one of the top goalie prospects um, that was, you know, he was, everybody agreed he was one of the better goaltender prospects. Uh, so it wasn't like they, wasn't like they went crazy or anything. They moved six spots and then picked up an extra pick and took the guy that they were probably going to take anyway at that spot. Yeah, I guess if you know that the guy's still going to be available if he picks later, that's that's the reason. But I mean, do you ever really know that? Sure, I guess it's, you know. It's usually a group you know of that. guys. And not just they one. make trades, they make deals, they they do all kinds of. I scratch my back, you scratch. You know, uh, if you scratch mine, kind of deals. Like, hey, you don't take that guy at twenty eight as long as you guarantee me he's there at thirty four. You know, 
wink wink to all the other teams uh, i don't know i'd love to know more about why what really happens on trey uh draft day like i mean i think that's just a, i think it was a value deal and they were looking at their board and they said hey this is a, this is the time we want to take a goaltender mm-hmm. we've got a couple on our board that we really like we're pretty we're pretty confident that one of these guys will be around when we move down again it was only six spots um so there was a really good chance that the guys that they <laughs> liked were there and and I, I, I know with some confidence that the goalie that was taken in between those picks was not a, the guy that they wanted. So, um, you know, no big deal. Um, but the 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 result of the deal right now is those picks have not they're, – they're not off to good starts. And that makes you a little nervous. But, I mean, it's November. So, you're not going to get – something you'll get upset about in five years, you know, when we really have an idea of what's going on with that. But – um, point being the, the second round pick might, and, and Andrew Hammond, just because he was an expiring asset that was never going to stick around anyway, mm-hmm. but you at least, I mean, yeah, you got a playoff win out of it. Andrew Hammond. So it wasn't like Andrew Hammond no. gave you nothing. That was some uh, big story <laughs> when it happened. Uh, yeah, it was all, it, it was yeah. awesome. I mean, come on. It was, it Sorry. Was so he time. turned into seven game six, but so what that night in Nashville was, was a magical night for Oz fans. You know, it was a great, it was a great thing. You know, came out of nowhere to make forty-five saves. I mean, that was just a fun, fun. That what a you know good bonus from that trade. I think caps off that trade as a all-timer for the Avs and Sackick is you know hey we still we even got a playoff one out of Andrew Hammond. Yeah, right. You know, they got they essentially were paid the third round pick from the senators to take Andrew Hammond's yeah. money off their books. And cause you know, he was making them about what yeah. a million and a half to just play in, in the AHL. And the abs were like, man, we don't care. We'll pay that. Yep. We'll get an extra pick out of that. That's fine. So, um, you know, it all, it all worked out nicely. Uh, that deal was really, it, it looks good. It looked good. Then I was happy well, with it. They needed when him. it happened. They needed him. I mean, they needed him. I mean, they had two injured goalies, uh, by the, you know, game, game five. Uh, yeah. And, you know, God knows it wasn't going to be Spencer Martin that did it. Uh, so, you know. It's crazy to think Spencer Martin might have been the guy who started in that playoff oh, yeah. game. Very easily. Yep. <laughs> well, so, so guys, basically, here we are. One year later, the team, I, I mean, again, it, it was the perfect trade that you didn't have to tear the team down. You took one asset mm-hmm. and you got so many pieces in return for them. You're setting yourself up, but we aren't quite ready to say, this is a historic trade yet, but a couple yep. more years, we might be putting it there with the Peter Forsberg deal. Or I guess that's yep. technically the Lindros deal. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anything will ever top that deal. And that's not to say that Philly got totally smoked on that deal. I mean, they got a hall of fame career out of Eric Lindros. Yeah, but absolutely. The, the difference is the avalanche won two titles out of it and the Flyers never did. Uh, but but they got very good value from Eric Lindros while he was healthy. Uh, and they went to a Stanley yeah, Cup final. they did. They got them. swept by Detroit. Series I covered, by the way, and got a free tour of the White House as part of that trip. Uh, also made memorable for the uh, um, the the – the uh, the uh, bowling ball that I bowled down the White House bowling alley. 
Yes. Yes, you guys have done that. I'm 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 shaking with excitement. For you. <laughs> I figured you would, Jesse. What dude you know, that you are? <laughs> <laughs> so if if Gerard turns out to be the superstar that we all hope he is, and, and depending on where that first overall pick, there could be championships brought by this trade as well. Time will tell. Guys, I think we're gonna get out of here for the evening as there is more Ottawa Senators drama breaking right now. I cannot believe what I'm seeing. For Agent Hayley and Adrian Dater, I have been Jesse Jesse Montano. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. Thank you guys all so much for listening.